probability that one or more team members may be infected by intruder organism. 75%. If intruder organism reaches civilized areas, entire world population infected 27,000 hours from first contact. Welcome back to The Thing Minute Podcast, where we discuss John Carpenter's 1982 science fiction horror masterpiece, The Thing, one minute at a time. I'm Harper W. Harris from HarperWHarris.com, and joining me again today is... Crystal Beth from all the things, all the movies <laughs> by minutes, and specifically mine, because I'm selfish, The Fifth Element, and Unlimited Lives Radio, which is a video game podcast, but sometimes we talk about movies. Yeah, so um, you want tell us a little bit more about uh, Unlimited Lives for, uh, for listeners who maybe aren't familiar. Sure, Unlimited Lives is... Uh, Five gamers that are just get at, get together and we hang out. We talk about news and we make each other laugh because that's what we do is comedy. And it's a lot of fun. We have a very interactive uh, fan base, which is awesome. And you can go to that at, uh, if you go to facebook.com and search Unlimited Lives, there is, or Unlimited Lives Radio, there's a Facebook and a, a group and a page. And you can like the page and join the group. And the group is just you know, everyone talking about video games, a lot of fun memes get posted there, which is always nice. And we stream live on Twitch every Thursday at 6 p.m. at twitch.tv slash unlimited lives radio. And it's it's really fun. So we have a nice interactive group on that, too. And uh, it's it's fun. I like that one. Awesome. So, yeah, listeners, uh, especially if you're video game uh, video game players, that's definitely one to check out. It sounds like a, lot, a ton of fun. I definitely need to. Yeah. Uh, I need to get involved. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I always, uh, kind of go back and forth between being like a very, very casual gamer to like, when I get into something, I get way, way into it. Uh, yeah. That's, and that's really what we cater towards because we have, we cater to experienced and noobs because I've only been playing video games for two years now, two, maybe. So it's, it's a learning process for me too. So we're very inclusive, which I think is important because a lot of times, the gaming community can be a little, a uh, bit of a hierarchy to it where yeah. people are very mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of trash talk involved uh, from time to time, <laughs> depending, oh, depending yeah. on what, what game you're playing, but yeah. Yeah. PUBG is uh, the big one right now. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So um, uh, today we're talking about minute 94, which I'm so happy that I'm on a movies by minutes podcast that made it to minute 94. I can find 94. Finally do the 94 gag. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could just say 94 after. I'm so excited. <laughs> so minute 94. Um, 94. <laughs> we're, uh, so this, uh, this one starts with uh, the, the gang heading down the stairs into this creepy basement and uh, ends with Gary approaching something that's on fire in the foreground. We don't quite know what it is yet. So, um, so I like that we go from the minute of explosions to the minute of silence. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We go from two minutes where we had uh, uh, dynamite flying down a tunnel and exploding and a tractor crashing through a wall to the next minute with like Molotov cocktails and like five big explosions to, yeah, let's sneak down into this like incredibly creepy basement where there's like no sounds except for like a flare and like dripping water and 
you know, like ice creaking or something. <laughs> yeah. Like no, basically no dialogue again. Um, yeah. So basically they're going down to this basement, which this is the only part of the entire uh, outpost that we haven't seen in the movie at all, which is kind of, yeah. I, I think is a smart move. It's, it sets it up as like this uh, total mystery, this unknowable place that we didn't, we don't know anything about at this point. Uh, which just makes it's, a, it's where the bad guy is. Yes, of course. I mean, it's a basement. Yeah, like, I live in a basement. <laughs> I hope it's. I hope it doesn't look anything <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, less ice, but just as many pipes, drips, steam. S- still lots. Of I'm low, an alien. Yeah. Lots I'm of, the alien. <laughs> <laughs> you live. You live in like uh, where, where Harry Dean Stanton gets taken and uh, yes. an alien. <laughs> lots exactly. of chains and dripping water everywhere. Uh huh. Perfect. <laughs> Homey, cozy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it is just kind of this, this creepy place that we haven't seen before. Like, it's basically like if this were a haunted house movie, this would be the attic that like at the end of the movie, they hear something creaking up there and they finally have to go up to the attic and and see where the, where the creature's been living. Like this is that equivalent, I guess. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So we've gotten hints that we think this is where Blair is, uh, just from, there's a, there's a cool shot a couple minutes back. Uh, it's the first shot when we see that Childs has left the room and the camera like kind of focuses on this basement door that we've never seen before for a second, which is, I guess, kind of maybe to hint that something's coming there. Or maybe that's where Blair is. But um, And then the fact that right before they walk in, uh, McCready says uh, the generator. So they've got a, we know that that's where they're heading. This is probably where <laughs> Blair's at. I know it's a, a, you know, a plot device, but it's like, me and my husband walking around in our apartment and me stopping in front of the bathroom before I go in and saying the bathroom. And he's like, <laughs> Very I seriously. know I live here too. <laughs> it's uh, uh, like, it's ominous, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, they all know. And I know it's for the movie, but I like to go into how, what the actors must or what the characters would be like at that point in time. It'd be like, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is one of those definitely like plot device things that you, you got to have, I guess, like to tell you that that's why they're going down here. But yeah, it is kind of silly in universe. And it's even sillier. I'm glad that you brought it up because it's funny in the t- um, I, I haven't brought it up this week, but um, there, there's a TV version of this movie that they have on the Blu-ray that is like ridiculous. It's super bizarre. There's all kinds of weird stuff that they decide to cut and like things that they add back in for no like discernible <laughs> reason. Really? Um, yeah, it's it's like I, I don't know what the deal was, but it, uh, John Carpenter has said it's like the uh, the biggest travesty of like any of his movies. <laughs> it's this TV version, it's such a disaster. Um, and this this minute has one of those really weird things that like I have no idea why they changed. So you know, in this one, before they come down to the basement, he says the generator room. Like they look down at the stairs, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like the generator room. Like we got to go check this out. Um, it's even more ridiculous in the TV version. They walk into the room and as they're going down the stairs, he's like the generator room. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like instead of explaining it, it's more like he's narrating what they're doing. It's super weird. And like, why would you change that? (laughs) Yeah. Like somebody had to go to trouble to do that. And I don't know why. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. The, uh, it's like when they, it's full of stuff like that. Yeah. The TV versions are always funny when they start like, editing out swears and stuff and just you see the mouths making the very specific sound and they switch the word to something else. Yeah. I, we've talked about it in some of the other minutes, but I love that. Um, 
I prefer in when they do that, if they just go, if they're going to replace the word with something else, go crazy with it. Like, like the, the famous, some of the famous ones, like the whole big Lebowski, you know, if you find a stranger in the Alps and like, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I much prefer it. If you're going to replace the curse word, make it funny instead of just like, you know, freaking or whatever you're going to use. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, this one does not have any funny ones. It's a lot of like, this uh, child's gets a lot of like voodoo bull stuff. And like, that's a lot of bull, that kind of stuff, which is yeah. not, not as fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, this minute is all about this basement. Um, so I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up, uh, this is a, a great time to give a shout out to production designer, John Lloyd, uh, because this basement and especially this shot, I think where we're kind of like this slow shot of pushing in as they're like slowly descending the stairs like it's just such an incredibly well-designed set. It's so creepy. Like it, it reads both as like very genuine. Like I can totally buy that. This is what's underneath the base, like storage for like a bunch of definitely it's, and it's uh, I love how icy it is. Yes. Because it's, it shows that obviously when you're uh, trying to heat a facility in the Arctic, you're not going to have, you're not going to spend the time to heat the storage areas. Yeah. So it's cool to see the years of just frost. Cause I mean, it's not going to be super snowy cause this heat's still going to get down there and yeah, there's going to be icicles, but I love, and I love the little drips Yeah, because everything's on fire right now. Yeah. It's really cool. It's like, it's a question I had is I like, there's so much ice everywhere. Like even the floors and the walls, I almost, it almost makes me think that this basement was like literally dug into the ice and then they just built the building on top of it. Like it almost looks like it's not, part of the building like it's a something that was tunneled into into the ground underneath it's that it's like does that it's like a, it's like a mix between a cave and a basement which yes is even creepy cavement <laughs> a base ave cavement <laughs> i'm going to hide this podcast when i'm finished if none of us make it at least there'll be some kind of record we have no way of reaching the listeners to tell them to support the show by using the donate button at thethingminute.com while we're stuck here in this storm. If only they knew. <sighs> There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. Harper, out. But yeah, I mean, like you said, the dripping and everything, it's everything about it is like just so un- unbelievably unnerving and the fact that it's completely silent too that there's nothing no music going on no, no talking it's just th- from this point on the rest of the movie is like you constantly worrying that something terrible is about to happen <laughs> because it is true but you just don't know when <laughs> i know oh and it's so good it's just the right amount of suspenseful it's not so suspenseful that like any turn of the camera you're like oh oh, what's gonna happen because that doesn't feel good when you're watching a movie (laughs) at least to me it doesn't feel good um but it's just that amount where you're like yo he is anywhere yeah well and you know it's it's interesting that actually makes me think of um thinking back to some uh horror video games something like uh dead space or alien isolation or something where like to me, I love, I like games like that, but I like, even, I'm a huge horror movie fan, but I have a hard time playing games like that because they do stuff like that where like the sound design is built to like 
every 10 seconds, like there's like a weird metal creaking or like something falls to the floor. Like every, like every time I play a game like that, it takes me forever to progress because every five seconds I have to like stop and investigate everything that's going around around me because I, they, they purposely make it so that, you know, it's suspenseful, but it's also like there's little scares every like five seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about it. With alien isolation is definitely top of my list for, Oh, and uh, the last of us. Ooh, oh yeah, those that's games, another one like that. Oh, just a heart attack the whole time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a very fine line between like suspenseful and like like come on, give me a break. <laughs> so and yeah, this rides that pretty well. Uh I was wondering, I had a question in movie, what do they keep down in this basement? Like, I would never want to go down here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's frozen. Yeah. Like it's basically like going outside. It seems like maybe they keep their uh, their dry like their uh, frozen needs down there. Like it's their ice box. Yeah, <laughs> that's ice cream. It's all it's just barrels. Like if you look to the the right of them and the left of the screen, those are just big metal barrels of ice cream. Yeah, it's it's like industrial grade Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yeah, frozen French fries that like Orida French fries, so they can make French fries at some point. Yeah, this is like, um, you know, in, in The Shining, you know, when Jack gets locked up in the uh, in the giant freezer, this is that for, for the outpost. Like, this is just where they keep all of their uh, all of their frozen goods for, you know, when when Nalls is going to cook up, uh, cook up a big meal. He's got to come down here every night to get some stuff out of the uh, out of the icebox basement. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to come down here just for any reason at all. <laughs> yeah. And it's also really weird that they would keep their generator in the frozen area when the generators, what keeps them alive, maybe keep the generator up in the warmth because it's cold down there and machinery doesn't exactly work well in freezing cold weather. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I'm not like an expert on, on how generators work or engines or anything, but definitely things have hard, like mechanical stuff like this, I would think would have a harder time in the ice. Um, oh, there's a lantern. Oh, they have snap, a, there's right. a Coleman lantern. That's right. Yeah, it shows up more prominently in the next minute. But yeah, you can see it here. You're totally right. Where did that come from? And oh where has it been gosh. this whole time? <laughs> that seems like the perfect solution here. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, these guys. So yeah, now we've got a flare, a flashlight, and a lantern. They're all over the place. <laughs> Let there be light. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we see that there's all kinds of like little cavernous stairways and like this basement seems to be huge which makes it even more kind of creepy like the fact that we have no idea where it is and you can even get a sense just from this one kind of shot we get that it is that it's big and that it's kind of like it's almost like a maze like it's got all these hallways and stuff just leading out of this one room so it's like we know that this is where the rest like you kind of get a sense that this is where the rest of the movie is going to take place like they're going to be hunting down Blair or or being hunted by Blair one way or the other down here yeah but it in this minute ends with uh with Gary is approaching something in the foreground that's on fire, which is like never a good thing. <laughs> like, no. Like if there's something in the foreground and a character is slowly approaching it, there's nothing good ever comes of that. Like you're they're never happy with what they find. But especially if it's like something that's on fire that he's walking towards. <laughs> yeah, because that means that and it wasn't their fire. Yeah, like it's not the one that they someone just else's set fire. Yeah. So not not good. We'll find out what uh, what's going on there tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I can guess that it's nothing nothing good. 
so checking in on the script, the uh, uh, what's going on here now is where the movie takes an incredibly, I didn't, I didn't think it could get darker than how it is in the movie, but this <laughs> is where the script goes like super dark. Um, so as they're setting up those traps for the, the Home Alone style traps for the thing to, uh, to walk into, Mac gives everybody sodium cyanide capsules that they can bite into if they, if they think they're Jesus. about to get infected, <laughs> which is like, my Insane. God. Yeah. <laughs> and why do they have them? Exactly. That was my question. And maybe that's why why it got cut uh, ultimately is like, why would these like scientists, like these guys are not secret agents or something. Why would they have sodium cyanide capsules? This is how they've, he's wanted to go his whole life. He yeah. Just kept him around for the perfect time. He just knew at some point in his life he'd get in a situation where it'd be like, yeah, it'd be really cool if I can hand out suicide capsules to everybody. Like, you know, you never know. <laughs> he's always prepared um so yeah i thought that would that would like really kind of threw me when i saw that because because for the most part this ending in the script is much more like action oriented whereas the movie is much kind of darker and and slow pace and everything but that was like that really stood out to me <laughs> yeah so then at the end of kind of this scene in the script uh the next trick that the thing pulls is that it, i guess there's like a pa system throughout the entire base and uh blair Blair slash the thing turns on really, really loud rock music. Uh, so loud that they can't even hear each other. They're all like yelling at each other and trying to figure out what's going on. So it's like another thing that it does to kind of disorient them, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I like, I think I like the quiet suspenseful buildup better than like the quiet's the, better, the loud distraction, but it's kind of an interesting idea. But yeah, I think that's, that's everything I had for this minute. Just a bunch of creepy, icy basement. Yeah. Um, anything that you wanted to uh, bring up that we didn't get to? Uh, nope. Just the fact that we did minute explosion to minute of silence. That, that's a really fun back-to-back set of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, this movie does have a lot of range in that way, for sure. <laughs> it is, it's like we went from the, uh, the fire minute to the ice minute, I guess, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. Um, so that'll wrap up uh, minute 94. Of 94. The thing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so uh, that'll wrap up this one, but uh, you can always check out moviesbyminutes.com for a whole collection of other podcasts like this one and like like the bazillion that Crystal's been on. So uh, if you go to that website, you'll more than likely uh, land on one that, uh, that you've guessed it on, which is awesome. So if, uh, if The Thing isn't your favorite movie, then make sure to check out Movies by Minutes and you can find your favorite movie is probably on there. And if it's not, you ought to start it tomorrow and start recording episodes and, and join the community because it's it's super fun and it's a awesome group of people so join up um but in the meantime uh make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of the thing minutes thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show please go to thethingminute.com there you'll find the show notes with links to anything we talked about on this episode and lots of other resources on the thing you can also find us on twitter at the thing minute and on facebook at facebook.com slash the thing minute But most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review us in iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. Check out other podcasts like this at moviesbyminutes.com. And be sure to head over to starwarsminute.com to listen to the team that started it all. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Harper, signing out. Harper, signing out.